Welcome in to the Channel Tennessee Podcast. My name is Rainey, alongside my insane partner, Stone Cold Steve Austin Brown. What a classic song that is. What's up, buddy? What a classic song that is. I mean, that, that is just such, such a good song. Yeah. All the minutes can think of is a, a night at the Roxbury. I know that, that's yeah. such a great movie, man. It's just like, that's, I, I was bobbing my head that way, you know. <laughs> as we were, yeah, as yeah, he did I was playing that song, I was just bobbing my head, and it makes me think of Night of the Roxbury. But uh, if you if you know me and follow me on Twitter, you know how big of a fan of The Office I am. It reminds me of the the scene of The Office where Michael and Andy and Dwight replay The Office. I mean, uh, the uh, Night of the Roxbury scene. Uh, when the, the, the two branches merge, <laughs> he makes that fat guy quit. I don't know if you remember that, but. <laughs> I, I don't have, like, I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't have the back of this. I don't have the whole series, like, memorized like you do, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's just Michael Scott and uh, Andy. I think it's Andy. I'm pretty sure it's Andy. No, it's uh, Dwight, because Andy starts doing the music because Michael Scott can't get the music to play. And so Andy's oh. like, Andy's like, dirt. Thing he does, that weird noise he does, yeah. and then and then and then Michael Scott and Dwight start doing the, uh, they they start humping that really big fat guy. <laughs> he starts going side to side, and that's that's one of the main reasons why uh, the big fat guy ends up quitting because like he's, he can't work under Michael Scott because he's so insane. <laughs> it's such a great scene. It's such a great. Oh my goodness, it's amazing! It's so so amazing. I love it. I love the show. It's pretty much my life. Like I said, man the loves The Office more than any man loves any show ever. Like, like <laughs> it's such a great. He just sleeps to it. I mean, I, how many times do you think you've seen the like each episode of The Office? Each episode of The Office? Yeah. Oh, if I can literally put a number on it, like an accurate number every episode at least 50 times like that's not a joke that's not at least 50 times yeah i'm not i'm being serious at least 50 times i can quote that show up and down through the back of my head like no other person in the world i went to an office trivia night not too long ago and i swept the floor (laughs) it wasn't even close close. i was was thinking you had to drive to scranton like with a famous no, it was at it was at a local Mexican restaurant, and it was trivia night. And I I swear the other tables they, they wanted to kill me. They hated me. They're like, this guy is a genius. I'm like, I know, I know, I am, I know, I know. Only only in the office. Other things, not so much. But the office, yes, I'm a genius. I'm kind of like that with Simpsons, but you can't like watch all those episodes that many times out. And the I, season I, and the show isn't good past season like 15. So. Oh, season! Oh, yeah, because there's like 600 seasons. Yeah, there's like 34 seasons. I wish it would end. I'm, I die for it. And now Disney just bought it, so they're gonna make it so terrible. <laughs> like they just released some Maggie thing. It's like, oh god, what are you doing? It's just why didn't you end this ten years ago? <laughs> like the Simpsons well, movie should have been it. You always, you always on Twitter. If you don't follow Austin Brown on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? Austin Vols? Uh, yeah, it used to be AJ97. Now it's Austin underscore Vols. Yeah, trying to, trying to you know, trying to uh, be like me and uh, make the Vols at the end of your name. That's cool, Austin. That's cool. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think when you every time you post something Simpsons, I, I don't think anyone really understands it. No, because there's like there's like 950 episodes of The Simpsons. I think the only thing that people really understand in The Simpsons is when he's backing into the bush. <laughs> that big meme 
that everyone always does on Twitter. Yeah, I can tell you what episode that what episode that that is from. But yeah, <laughs> now he's like he was like annoying Flanders, and he's like he's like we're actually gonna go see our man today. He's like okay, and backs into the bush. <laughs> he's harassing Flanders and like. It's like copying some movie. There's so many movie references in The Simpsons. It's great. Like, like, yeah. I love. Uh, do you see that? Did you see that video I posted the other day where it's like uh, he's at the table, and uh, uh, they, they said he was. Sl- he, they were playing cards, and Homer doesn't realize he has a straight flush in his hand. He thought he lost. And he's like, "You're so slow." And, and Homer goes in and said, "Something was said, not good, but was it?" <laughs> I mean, they said you're like slow. Said, How dare you? And everyone's left the table already. <laughs> it's just him playing yeah. by himself. Yeah, just like, as soon as they, out, they said he was slow, everyone left the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I mean, it's it's funny to you, but a lot of people don't understand it because they haven't watched every episode like you have of all 34 seasons. So, yeah, funny though. Some people, it's funny, but uh, all right, well. It was, we are, uh, we're about, you know, five and a half, six minutes in and, uh, let's start, let's start the podcast. Okay. Okay. Let's let's start, let's start the podcast. We're going to get into this video that, uh, you shared on Twitter and then we're going to get into, uh, me and Austin decided that we're going to talk about the 2016 Florida game Mm -hmm. and kind of break it down of like what our day was like during that game, because that was, because people are, you know, Florida fans are just pissed off and pissed off at life right now because Tennessee is doing doing well yeah. and and they, they're uh, like having internal like difficulties right now like all these players yes. are coming out saying stuff and yes the freshmen are transferring out like it, it's a bad look I, I don't care what they're gonna say it's not an issue oh there's no problems we're gonna kick your ass anyways no there is some struggle like I think Don, Dan Mullen is showing his Butch Jones 2.0 you know <laughs> He's letting it show. I, oh, I, that's a far stretch to say Bush Jones 2.0. No, what I'm saying, no, not the coaching, not coaching. Well, he doesn't have the – he's not that great of an in-game coach, but but he he lacks to, like, stabilize. Uh, I think Florida's too big of a job for him. I don't think he can handle, think so. like, like all those teammates. I, I don't think he can handle, like, the internal stuff. And that, that that's similar to Bush Jones to me. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. I haven't heard that before, but that's very interesting. Very, very interesting. But, yes, we're going to get into the Florida game. We're going to get into breaking down the whole entire day. Yes. The, what happened throughout the entire day and just reactions of what we thought during the game because there's no sports on. So we might as well mm-hmm. do a little rewind and piss Florida fans off even more. So if you get, you know, eight minutes into this podcast – Feel free to sack a Florida fan because we're going to get into that. And I know we haven't uh, we haven't beat them much, but for some reason it really makes them mad. Just one time. Here's really, that reason. It, it really angers them. I don't understand. Um, but anyway, I'm going to play this video that you posted, and I after you play this video, I want your instant reaction, Austin, because I have, definitely have an instant reaction because I think this is one of the best. I, I guess you could say analogies mm-hmm. of where the Tennessee football program is right now. And this guy, uh, what is this guy's name? What is the guy's name? Josh. Dang it. Josh something. Patton, maybe? I don't Josh Patton. He, 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 if you go into the video on my Twitter feed, I'm sure there's people tagging him in it. I know there was. It says, it says, it says, it says the late kick with Josh Patton. Oh, yeah. That, that's his name, yeah. Josh, Josh Patton. Okay. I've never heard of the guy. I've never heard of this guy, but but what he has to say is is absolutely brilliant. So mm-hmm. uh, so uh, let's let's take a listen to this, and I want to get your thoughts on this. What's the ceiling here? And if it's lower than elite status, what is it that's keeping them there? Well, here's what I think. To steal another transportation analogy, my first vehicle was a '94 GMC Sierra. I drove it um, a long, long time. Loved it. Had no problem with it. Was very thankful for it. But it wasn't a Lamborghini. And so we didn't have a lot of those at Harris County High School, to be honest with you. Had a couple. Um, You know what kind of kids those turned out to be. But the 94 GMC, at its peak efficiency, if I pulled up next to a Lamborghini and the thing was sitting on blocks because the uh, tires were flat, how stupid would it be for me to laugh at the capability of that vehicle? I didn't say 
there was smoke coming from under the hood. I didn't say that the entire axle was bent and it was irreparable. I just said the tires are flat. As soon as someone comes and fixes the tires on this Lamborghini, it can embarrass me. It can donut me. It can be like Tokyo Drift, and it can just make me look foolish in that truck, no matter how well I have that truck running, because the Lamborghini's ceiling is a lot higher, with all due respect to me and other former 94 GMC Sierra owners, than the aforementioned 94 GMC Sierra. My point is, Tennessee's capability level is that of a Lamborghini. This is not Miami of Ohio, and this is not even Missouri, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to Missouri, but I... That is the most legit comparison I've heard from any reporter, radio host, podcaster out there. You cannot get more spot on than that because of the last couple of weeks of recruiting. All these people are mad like, it's just, how is Tennessee doing this? How is Tennessee doing this? You want to know how Tennessee is doing this? Because this guy hits it spot on. Tennessee's a Lamborghini. They're literally exactly. a Lamborghini. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Because that that is so perfect. I remember I, I, I just saw the video on my YouTube feed and I clicked on it and I started listening to him. Like, man, this guy couldn't be more spot on. I mean, he's exactly right. Like Tennessee has the capabilities of every like the your wildest like imaginations of success. We're capable of that. Like this program can reach those limits. There's no limits of the success of the University of Tennessee. Just like the same thing for Alabama, the same thing for Georgia, same thing for maybe Florida. Hey. This this program can see the heights of like winning multiple national championships if you get the right guys in place, if you get the right pieces in place. We have the capability of feeding, uh, doing amazing things here. With like our location, we can recruit wherever we want. I mean, it's a, it, it like. People are so amazed at how we're recruiting right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it blows Tennessee my mind. Is a is an attractive place to place to play. I mean, yes. we have the best facilities in the country, the best fan base in the country, a hundred two thousand seat stadium, a, a, a tradition like no other. And like, why is this a surprise that we can recruit great players? It shouldn't be. It should be a yes. surprise. We've been crap for the last ten years. Yep, that's that, a surprise. Yes, that's that's the, yes. Thank. I have never even thought about that. What you just said was was perfect as well. The biggest surprise is us being down for a decade, being down for ten years. It's... Name 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 the Lamborghinis. Name the Lamborghinis. You got the you you got the Alabamas. You got the the Texases, the Floridas, the USCs. USC is a Lamborghini, but they're they got flat tires as well. They got a lot of problems there. <laughs> yes, but I'm, but I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Programs like USC, Lamborghinis, any any Lamborghini program out there with flat tires, they're not going to have flat tires for long. No, they're going to sure. find their way back. It's just that's how it goes. Exactly. It, LSU was down for ten plus years in the nineties uh, and eighties, and people yes. like thought they never see see the light of day again. Then they got Nick Saban, and what do you do if he won a national title? And then Les Miles went in there, won another, and now yes. Ed Orgeron's won one. I mean, you can have success like uh, these kind of programs. It's it's ridiculous that we went down for so long. It was a lot of internal difficulties, a lot of just bad leadership overall. But oh, yeah. now we we've like cleared ourselves of all that. I feel I feel like at this point, and I think it, we're it, ready it, yeah. to it see some like good it. days, people. It, it Yes, it feels like it. And we've said it a hundred times. We've said it a hundred times on your Twitter account, on my Twitter account, mm-hmm. on last week's podcast, on previous podcasts. Dude, this feels different. This is not the same. This is not the same. I have never in my life seen a school recruit in a two-week period like Tennessee has just recruited in the last couple of weeks i have never seen that before me, in my life unless i've just completely overlooked it but i've never seen something like that happen especially all these four and five stars in the past week and a half it's unreal it's unreal this is it what is, happens when you have people who lead your program that put football as priority number one this is what happens when you stop having guys like dave hart and 
uh, John Curry that, that want to value other things over football. We have made it clear football is a number one priority. That's what we will put our money into. That's what we are going to put all our focus on at this point is getting back to winning Tennessee football. Yes. And this is what's happening because of it. Football in the college rank. And you can say, yes, basketball as well for certain programs. Basketball and football are the two main income driving forces of your athletic department. You can say what you want to say. Yes, there's other athletic programs, not not programs, but other athletics inside your program that gains you revenue. But the two biggest ones are basketball and bigger than basketball, football. And right now – Yes, and right now, yeah, yes, way bigger. But you get what I'm saying, like the, you know, like like the Dukes and the yeah, you know, Duke North and Carolina, especially because yeah. those teams like you know their yes. brands, whatever. But we can't, we can't, we can't. But you know, overall, in every school, just about in the country, football drives your revenue up, a hundred percent drives it up. And there's no one out there that can just, you know, disregard that statement right there because it's 100% true. Maybe it's because we live in the South, but, you know, you have the big programs up North, the big programs out West. It drives this country. And right now, without football, without anything, any sports, speaking of driving the country, it's driving the country insane. It shows you how big sports are in this economy, in this country. Just in general, how big sports are, man. It's unreal. And to sit there, to go back to the point a little while ago, to say, how the heck is Tennessee doing this? That is recency bias. Yes. 110% recency biased. Because if you, if you are over the age of 20-plus years, you have a snippet. You have a, a a clue of how dominant Tennessee used to be, how big of a program Tennessee is. There's a reason why they have a 102-455-seat stadium, some of the best facilities in the country. There is a reason <laughs> for that. It's not even that. I mean, do they realize, like, Jerry Pruitt, when he got here, was a two-time recruiter of the year for Alabama. And – and then we have we youngen up our staff, make our staff a lot younger, and like like T. Martin and Derek Ansley, they're all known for their recruiting abilities. Yes, like uh, this staff couldn't be like better recruiters. And oh, then again, yes. look at our program. I mean, it's not that crazy. It's not like we just got those two players out of Maryland, and like we can sell ourselves to Maryland better than a team like Georgia and Alabama can because we're closer to them. Our rank, our location might seem like a disadvantage when you're trying to recruit Georgia, maybe Florida, but even not really. But it can be an advantage in other ways where people don't even see it. North yes. Carolina. Or, North uh, Carolina especially. Yeah. Puts out a lot of talent. Virginia. North Carolina, too. Virginia. All North those Philly. schools. You came out of Virginia. Just you, you, you really – this program could be so much. It can. It can be. It can be what Alabama is. We we can win multiple national championships. Hey, it is because it's right up there. With, I it's right up there with the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Florida. It's right up there with them. If, if not was, better than them. If we won like five national championships in the next ten years, that's insane. But it's not happening. But if we did, um, if we did, <laughs> I think. You could, could make an argument. We're the greatest college football program ever. Maybe. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be probably second behind Alabama. Alabama. And then what is it? Michigan after Alabama. But I think USC. It's, or it's something like that. Michigan or USC or something like Michigan that. Michigan has like most total, wins. but yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like win, win wise and all that stuff. But you can't. It just baffles me. It goes back to what the guy said. Like, this isn't Missouri. This 
isn't Miami of Ohio. This is freaking Tennessee. It's a Lamborghini that's tires, in my opinion, are being pumped up as we speak. Mm-hmm. Our, our front two tires are all the way pumped up. We just have to wait and see if the, the back two become the same as the front two. Yeah, you just have to wait and you see. You want to know how bad the leadership used to be? We found a way to lose to Vanderbilt, was it three years in a row? Yes. In like, they, literally, they couldn't be more polar opposite programs. Like, like we have about like a thousand more advantages than they, they do. And yet we found a way to lose to them three years in a row. That's how bad things used to be here. Uh, you know, it just surely yes. shows. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it, it, the, the recruiting momentum that we have right now is a direct effect of what our program is. It tells you everything you need to know about our program. And I tweeted this out about a week ago. No one was bitching. No one was whining. No one was complaining when Butch Jones, the worst coach I've – holy crap in-game coach I've ever seen in my life, in my freaking life, can recruit to this university. A freaking car salesman can sell this university. Mm-hmm. Can sell it. And no A one... robot car salesman. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And no one was bitching when he was getting recruits because you know why they weren't bitching when he was getting recruits? Because they didn't fear him. People Fear Jeremy Pruitt. I don't care what exactly. you say. People are scared that this guy is getting recruits because people know this guy can recruit. And what they say, oh, my gosh, you lost to Georgia State. Cool. We won eight freaking games. We started uh-huh. two and five and won eight games. And you're scared out of your mother flipping mind because Jeremy Pruitt can coach. You can coach. You don't want to know what this program is capable of when Jerry Grant Thomas not the quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what we do, out of this, no matter what we do, we're coming for you, baby. (laughs) No matter what we do, no matter what we say, somehow you get a JG punchline in there, some way, somehow. Boom! There it's coming, Austin baby. With his JG punchline, it's coming because he is the master of JG hatred. Out of a lot, okay. When he announced he was coming back, oh man, it's gonna be so long. I got, I, I, at least I got my whole um, d- um, dictionary of JG pun- puns and insults. <laughs> oh, you, you are the mo- I. Last season, I before I even asked you to do this podcast, before I even knew you personally, I followed you on Twitter, and I could just not stop busting a gut of how bad you hated a player. I mean, I I understand how you can hate, like just cannot stand a player, and it's just it's sometimes you just feel bad. You just feel bad no. for him because he gets so much. That's why I cooled off. <laughs> Yes, people started to get mad at me. Some of them well, I know, mad. but he's not—he's not a bad kid. He's not a bad—not a bad guy. He's... Okay, he's not a bad guy. He—he he, no, he's, he's a great guy. And uh, part of the reason I was so maybe so intense on it was he like DM me one time, and it, I was like, okay, <laughs> buddy, we'll see you about this. <laughs> Didn't he delete it or something? Oh, he DM me. He's like, and you're hilarious. Him. And this is even when I really got going on it. I was just making a meme about how I wanted Jalen Hurts to transfer here and be the starter over him. Uh, and this is, like, way early in my JG meme-dom. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, he, yeah, he, he DM'd me and said, you're hilarious, and then blocked me so I couldn't reply. <laughs> and then and then we <laughs> lost to Georgia State and BYU. And BYU oh, yeah. game really set me off. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think it set everyone off. 
Uh-huh. And that is everyone's excuse of, why would you go to Tennessee and lots of Georgia State and BYU? Blah, 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 blah. Shut your damn faces, dude. You're just free. You're so mad. You're so mad, 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 mad. And if anybody wants to know how I'm saying it on Twitter when I write mad, 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 that's how I'm saying it. Mad, mad, mad. You are mad, mad. Man, I was wondering how you were saying you you say it a lot. (laughs) I know I say it a lot because people are mad, mad, mad. I just, I love it. You know, you're not like you're not really saying anything unless you're really actually scared. You may say, like, the fact that you're saying you're not scared so much is proof you're scared. You know, you see what's coming. And I I will say this for Florida fans they did kick our ass twice. I mean, they did that happened, but but if we can just fix like a couple issues here and built some depth. Holy crap, this program can do amazing things under the staff. But the next step, the next step is obvious. We gotta we gotta show it on the field. Yes, we do. And here's here's the thing. People are talking garbage. People are talking smack. It's fun. It is fun. Because that's what makes Vault Twitter great. Vault Twitter is great because they can, oh, can you imagine when we're good? <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> it's like throwing a piece of meat full of blood into a lake full of piranhas. Is I mean, have you seen what we've done to the Kentucky fans? Just yes. imagine that, but the whole nation. It's it's uh yeah, Tennessee fans are getting their jabs in, yes. And it does it make us look stupid sometimes? Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. You know, it does. But right now, at this moment, we're winning. And you're not. So shut the hell up. And let us have our damn moment, okay? Let us have our moment. As long as we're talking about Twitter, you know my favorite thing I see every summer? This is what I see every summer from this particular people. The Kentucky fan who always predicts they'll beat Tennessee. <laughs> the funniest no, thing no, 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 no. That, like, oh, that. He's doing it again. <laughs> like, why would you think this year? Why this year would you have a good shot? Like, I can understand. That's like, saying, I yes. I can understand 2018. I can't understand this year. We're beating you by yes. 14, at least. Yes. That, there's some fans that are like, yes, we're beating Tennessee this year. Without a doubt, we're beating Tennessee. But there's a couple of the bat shit crazy dumbasses that are like, we're winning the East this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you're not. <laughs> uh, that's not happening, but I, I you're I, never you going to win the things. East. You could go to the Gator Bowl. You 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 heck me cities there, man. I mean it's all it's all, it's all you baby. But no, you're not. You're not going to Atlanta. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> it's never music, happening. Music City Bowl. Uh, you know, Outback Bowl. That's as good as you Outback are going is, to Outback, get. I, the Six Bowl. That is literally the, the ceiling. And honest to God, I yes. don't know how they did that. That team was not that good. Uh-oh. I they had that miracle against Missouri, and we beat them by like we beat them solidly. And that was like one of our worst teams ever. So. <laughs> I was in the on that day. Like, oh, they didn't man. even look like it was that close. Like we looked like we were way better than them. Yeah, it did. It did. And uh, but yeah, that's that. Before we move on to the game day, that was insane for me. I don't know if it is for you, but we'll find out. Before we move on to that, I mean. The guy hit it perfect. Wear yeah. a Lamborghini. And if you can't deal with the with, with the fact that we are a Lamborghini, because we are. Yeah. There are many programs in this country that are Lamborghinis that are down, that are not that have flat tires. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee is that Lamborghini, and the tires are gradually getting pumped up right in front of us. We're a school where where nine wins should be the floor, and yet we haven't seen that in in since two thousand seven. You know, it's crazy. It's it is crazy. I understand why a lot of people laugh at us because you know we we kind of own we kind of deserve it. We've been down for a while, but 
you can't deny the fact that we have every ability to be a giant in the in college football world. And we are a giant, but we are a sleeping yeah. giant. Yeah, dude. Okay, okay. Real quick before we move on to the, the next phase of this podcast. That is one thing that just ticks me off on Twitter. We're a sleeping giant. We're about to wake up. <laughs> I cannot stand when people say that. It gets on my last damn nerve. We're a sleeping giant. We're about to wake up. You better get on this train now. We're we're training on full force, full steam ahead. Those people. Those people. I mean, it's those true, are, but yeah. I mean, it's true, but those are the people that have some like crazy demon devil type avatar with like a Tennessee helmet on. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, those guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love you if you follow me. I love you, but uh, you know, just, 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 just normalize it. You know, <laughs> just uh, go, 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 pray a little, and then t- see if you still. I would rather you have an egg as your picture than that. A what? <laughs> an egg. A oh, Twitter egg. egg. I forgot about the eggs. A Twitter egg. Yeah. I'd rather you have that than that. You're always worried yeah. about like you always ask me like well, what are we gonna talk about and it's like oh, we figure something out. <laughs> I mean, we can go <laughs> off. It doesn't matter, you know. You talking about you talk about our podcast because yeah. like half the time we get on here and we don't know what the hell we're talking about. We just go with it. Yeah, I'm uh, never concerned we, about what we'll talk about because we I can just talk sports and same with you. So <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much what I do all day. So it's yeah. like it's pretty easy. So people are listening to- now. This is whatever. I mean, people probably are already tuned out of this podcast right now, but it's fine. You know, if you're tuned in, give us a, you know, uh, let us know that you made it 30, uh, 30, you know, three minutes into this podcast. Let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you a, we'll give you a follow. Yeah. Channel follow. But uh, let's move on to this. I'm kind of excited about this. And Austin came up with this idea. He was probably uh, drunk or something, uh, but it's a great idea because those, you know, either Austin or myself, when we're completely uh, hammered, we come yeah, up with great times. ideas. I was completely hammered when I came up with the sports are canceled highlight idea. <laughs> I was smashed out of my mind and I came up with it. And Austin, I don't know if he was smashed or whatever he was, but he came up with this with this idea this podcast was i was like damn that's that's actually a pretty fun idea to relive to relive the entire day of the 2016 tennessee and florida game um because i don't know if if it was in as insane for myself as it was i mean for austin as myself oh it was pretty insane yeah okay okay so um I'm gonna go with how my day started out, and we're gonna we're gonna close out the story about the the entire game, the 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 scenery, the the atmosphere, the everything, and what happened. So, my my day on this particular day, uh, I don't know if you know uh, JBC, uh, well Jim Bob Cooter. Do you know Jim Bob Cooter on Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, me and him are friends through a, another mutual friend. I stayed at his apartment that weekend, and that Friday night, I was like, yeah, we, we should, like, you know, just go, you know, to eat, to, you know, get some food, to, you know, chill, whatever. So we get to this bar. That night, it's me and him and this girl that uh, rode with me up there named Shelly to the game. We get to this bar, and John Reed – Houston Cress and just a whole bunch of other people are sitting at this bar and we end up getting absolutely freaking hammered. And it's like 2 a.m. in the morning, like shit, we gotta get up and tailgate in the morning. So end up we get up in the morning and we go tailgating pretty, pretty damn early. Pretty damn early. And I am just completely exhausted, tired because I got no sleep and Mainly, I got no sleep because before any before any game, I'm just completely just ecstatic. I, I just can't sleep. If I'm going to a game the next day, I can't sleep because that's all I think about is going to the game. So we're completely just insanely tired. 
get up, start to go tailgate. The first person I run into is, uh, I believe it's Buckethead. If you follow Buckethead on Twitter, he's one of the first people I run into. And he's already waiting. It's like, it's like 10 a.m. in the morning. And we have all these people at tailgate. We got, uh, we got Houston Crash. We got John Reed. We got, uh, he used to be on Twitter, Popcorn Sutton, you know, you know, I mean, they're all there at this tailgate. And I'm like, damn, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. But I'm extremely exhausted. But what do you do when you are extremely exhausted and everyone's there? You start drinking. Oh, yes. And a bad mixture, a bad mixture is tiredness and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's how that's how the day started off of me going to this big ass tailgate. And that's how the day started off. Austin, how did your day start off that day? How, how okay. did, what, what happened? My start today isn't very insane. Okay, I was <laughs> how old was I? I, was, I it's gonna like get insane. 18? It's gonna get insane. Oh man, you're young. And I was not on Vault Twitter at all. Like I, I really had no presence at all. I don't think I even had an account. No, I didn't. So this is like pre, uh, you know, I'm not going to give you any names of people I know because I, because you don't, you wouldn't know them. Or like, I didn't know any people from ball Twitter there. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, I'm going to start my week leading up to the game. I, I'm not a season ticket holder. I, I wasn't at the time. And, uh, but uh, I really, you know, I had to go to this game because uh, my, I went to the 2014 Florida game. Just really wanting to see the monkey taking off our back. Want to see that curse that that, <laughs> that just like I hated Florida so much, and I just want to see us beat them. And finally, and but I didn't get in my wish that year, and I didn't get it in 2015, and I had to witness it you know, with my own eyes there. in 2016. I was, I was there in 2015. Yes, I went to the game. Yep, we embarrassed. Right. <laughs> That's not keep a going, fun story. Keep going story. <laughs> you should be happy. Okay, and the weekly on the game. Okay. And tickets are very hard to find. I'm going to tell you that. Very hard to find. And if you did find them, it's a guy charging like 300 a ticket. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I, I, my job, I was an icy truck driver. Uh, I drove around like neighborhoods and with the doodle doodle <laughs> and with the pumps in the back. And then you know, I did that that summer. And uh, it, it didn't pay that well, <laughs> but, but I had a little bit. <laughs> and it's like, Friday and I'm like desperate and I, I see one guy on Craigslist has two tickets, pretty good tickets for two fifty each. And I'm like, God, gotta pull the trigger. And so I spent five hundred dollars for two tickets. Now that is two hundred dollars more than I spent for basically season tickets for this last football season. So I had the ball pass. Yeah. So like comparing those two, I had one game for five hundred dollars versus like three hundred for I guess seven games. And you know, so it wasn't that great a deal. But leading up to the game, I mean, ah, we, I, we weren't big tailgaters back then. I am now, but I wasn't back then. So we just because you're 18, because <laughs> I'm 18, and, uh, and I didn't know anybody involved Twitter. I didn't know any involved Twitter folks. So we just we just drove up for the game, you know, the regular time to walk there. So I don't have that great of a lead up. As that that is that is that is your lead up. Okay, okay, that is your lead up. Here is my next phase of the story, and then we'll get to your next phase of the story. My next phase is. John Reed walks up to me and says, Hey man, you want a shot? And I'm like, uh, yeah, man, sure. Why not? Uh, so John Reed gives me a shot and we all end up playing beer pong. Uh, pretty much everyone on ball Twitter, you know, I just can't name them all. I mean, they were all there. This is a big, pretty much ball Twitter tailgate. Pre Austin ball Twitter. Yeah. Pre Austin, pre Austin ball Twitter. Yes. Uh, but we were all there, you know, uh, like I said, uh, you know, Houston Crest, John Reed, Popcorn Sutton, Buckethead, uh, Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, God, who else? Is there were so many people, uh, so many people, but I'll just name a few. And the last thing I did before, <laughs> before I went into the game, this is what happened. I looked at Houston Crest and I said, are you going to the game? <laughs> and Houston Crest looks at me and says, buddy. I cannot go to the game. I am so nervous. I did not buy a ticket. I'm just going to go home and watch this game. I'm going to go home and watch this game. My God, if he knew the outcome of this game, he would have 100% went. He's like, I've, because he he was with us in 2015 in Gainesville. Mm. We went down there, and we just got completely burned. And just, I can understand his frustration. I I get it. I get it. But the last thing I did 
was before I went in the game was gave Houston Crest a big hug. <laughs> and and I said, We'll win this for you, buddy. And hit him on his ass. <laughs> and then we walked in. And by this time, I am lit. I am drunk as all get out, dude. I am so hammered. And I walk into the stadium. I walk into the stadium, and I'm like, damn, this looks nice. It's, it's the checkerboard stadium, which is mm-hmm. uh, pretty much cursed besides this game. And I think one other was a Georgia game. Uh, uh, was it Georgia? Okay, so yeah, we maybe. lost to Georgia uh, the first time. No, wait. I'm lost. Where, where the hell did we go? Well, we lost Oklahoma, and we lost. Oh yeah, Georgia in 2017. So I guess we're yeah. one and one for two. Oh, we oh the Florida game the year before that, 2014. So it's uh, so it's one and three is our record for checkerboards. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, the stadium looked amazing. I've never seen it before in my life, and it looked incredible. I was in the upper deck. I was like first row upper deck. I uh, sat with Droop Dog. If you know Droop Dog on Twitter, uh, Droop, he's uh, Droop Dad now because he has a kid. But <laughs> I sat with him, and the stadium looked incredible. And the game started out, and dude, it could not have started out worse than it, it started out. It it started out just so terrible. Florida's driving right down the field, scoring a touchdown. And they just keep dominating us and dominating us and dominating us. What, 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 was your, what was your thought process when you were – after you walked to the stadium and you just saw Florida dominate? So what, what was going through your head at that moment? At that moment, okay. I, just, so I paid more money than I ever paid for a ticket, and I'm yeah. so hyped for this freaking game. I'm there with my brother. And when they started just, like, owning us in every way, shape, and form – in the moment I really realized, man, this is just going to be another one of those bad Tennessee days, like I thought it would be, was when uh, I think it was Antonio Callaway dropped a punt at the two-yard line, and we were covered. Yeah. And yes, we went not four, and we didn't run it. I don't think we really ran it once. Did we run it one time? I, I don't remember. But we, I, don't think, I, we, I, can, I think we did, did not run it once. Of course, we wouldn't run through the eye. Like, it would be easy as crap with Jalen Hurts, but whatever. <laughs> but, um... Like it would have been so there's so many ways to score there and we didn't we went four and out. And in the feeling in the stadium, especially after that, was just like, holy crap, this is just the same SHIT again. It's just we're back. <laughs> this is happening again. That's and, that that's no shit for anyone listening. Yes, yes, yes. I'm <laughs> trying to make maybe getting my family to listen to this, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying, okay? <laughs> okay. Well, it's already ruined. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you said. Um, but, um, okay. But um, uh, anyways, yeah, so it was just very depressed. And you're look, like you see any Florida fan, you see them celebrate, and you're just like so make it make you so angry. It's like, why can't yes. we? Like, of all the years, we're, I mean, I don't know. Florida has one player better than us. I don't know. No, like, they did it. Their defensive backs. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, really, really, we we had every reason to win this game. Yes. I can't. Uh, how many did we throw an interception in the first half? I don't, I don't really remember. Yes. Oh, uh, was uh, yeah. J- uh, Josh Dobbs interception. I think it was T. Taylor who intercepted it. Oh yeah. But speaking of D DBs, defensive backs, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. Because oh, they're gonna come up. <laughs> we will get to that in a minute. A career ender for one DB, uh, pretty much. Um, uh, speaking of that first half, you're just talking about how miserable it was. It was just so freaking miserable. So, so terrible. And me looking around at the sights and sounds of the game. I just noticed people and I'm sitting in the sun. I'm sitting in the sun. And you mentioned uh before the podcast we we're talking about this. You sat in the shade, right? Yes, I was in the shade. I was in uh, oh my God. the south corner of the end zone in the shade. Okay, thankfully. so you did not experience the heat of this game. The no. sun, it was horrible. It was blistering. I was sunburnt. I was hot. I was drunk and dehydrated. And I just kept looking around the stadium and people were passing out left 
and right, dude. I'm talking about people, EMTs were all over the place, just like hydrating people. They, uh, people were just passing out left. Uh, I, and I know right. what you're talking about. That was me at the Georgia State game this year. That was 100%. Yes, it was so incredibly hot. And people were just passing out everywhere. People were just passing out everywhere. And then all this is going on, and we get we get to pretty much halftime. And what I mean by half, what were your thoughts at halftime? I mean, people were booing. People so were pissed, angry, just so frustrated. Like like I we're stuck in this bad just like world where we can never beat this freaking team. These ugly orange helmets. It's just it's just like cause I I had zero faith we were coming back to win that game. Like I I, I mean didn't. We basically booed our team off the field. And I, we did. I, I we booed them too. as they were walking out. Yeah, they were jogging. Yeah, and we, we weren't. We weren't booing the players. No, we're no booing. Way, no, we're booing, booing the, the coaching players. staff. We're booing. You're booing that terrible performance. That terrible coaching performance. Like of all the games, was... show your ass. Like this one. Yeah. We do it every year now. But no. yes. <laughs> but then, halftime comes. And Tennessee is still playing like just – I just remember they're playing like garbage. And I looked at – I looked at Droop Dog, Droop Dad, whatever he is now on Twitter, and looked at him. I said, I will give it to the end of the third quarter. I will give it to the end of the third quarter. And by God, when did Jalen Hurd score that touchdown, that, think, that pass from Dobbs? I think it was like seven minutes quarter, right? in the third quarter. Was it seven minutes? I think so. Didn't we score? Did we score twice? I think we scored twice in the third quarter. Did we? Yeah, yeah because of that. And then wasn't it Ethan Wolf? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I said, I will give it to the end of the third quarter. And the Jalen Hurd touchdown happens. That, that happened before the Ethan Wolf, right? Yeah, it did. Because yes. Ethan Wolf made it 24 to 17 or 24 to, what do you make? Yeah, 24 to 17, right? I was, no, uh, no, it no. was 21 to 17. Yeah, 21. Okay. Yeah. Total at 21 uh, free at halftime. Then the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So, so Ethan Wolf made it 21 to 17. Uh, Vol said 17. And I remember at that moment when that happened, I was like, okay, we have a chance. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> was, was it Todd Kelly's interception before the Jawan Jennings play? Did that happen? No, that, that was after Jawan. That was after, that, yes, yes. It was yes, like yes. a just a insane. Yes, like, yes. Oh, when Jawan Jennings, one of the most famous plays besides his Hail Mary, happened. I have never heard an uproar it was, at a football game louder than that moment. It was when unreal. you see Jawan Jennings just juke Tabor and he falls down, he didn't trip. He fell. For every Florida fan out there, he fell. Like a little baby back bitch, he fell. He fell. Juwan, he did not fall. Juwan broke his ankles. Sorry. Juwan broke his freaking ankles, juked him out of his shoes, and ran right past him. And when Juwan Jennings bobbed that ball, dude, my – I almost had a heart attack. My breath just got sucked out of my body. I remember I was like (gasps) – And then he regained it. Uh Uh-huh. And that's when the crowd, I've never heard a bigger reaction from a catch in my entire life Man. than that reaction right there. Not even close. I, I just was, remember, I remember I was, you know, I was uh, on the side, the, the catch was on, and I was kind of looking from a ways. And, and you just, I, in big moments like that, I just freeze because I can't believe it's real. And yes, and I just watched him bobble. I thought, okay, he's going to go out of bounds. He didn't get it. We're going to punt. And then he regained it and then started yes. chugging down the sideline. Nobody near him for six. Yes. And I, it was just a moment of disbelief. Holy crap. We just might be able to pull this one out. We might. Uh, we got we to see what happens next. But holy crap, we're in the, the stadium was insane. Just, just yes. the loudest you could ever. Like, I think at that moment, I think some random person, like, we were near the student section, and he picked me up and, like, twirled me around. It was like, some guy. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I'm not fighting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
but I mean, yeah, I mean that that was the that was the single most loudest moment I've ever heard from one distinct play. I mean, could you imagine if the Hail Mary happened and 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 in Knoxville Center, Georgia. Panda. I mean, they can't keep us off the field. I don't care. Crap. I don't care if you brought out every like person in a yellow coat. They would have rushed the field. field. Everyone's rushing that field. But that was another game. Let's stick to this game. That single play. And we were just mentioned earlier the Todd Kelly interception that happened before or after. It happened. It after. definitely happened after because no, that it was the kind of describe it. It was the very first play after that happened. After that, we yeah, shifted off. Because Appleby him. rolled to his right uh-huh. and threw a terrible, terrible pass. Because I'm pretty sure Derek Barnett was rushing him, was right on his ass, mm-hmm. and he threw a pass. And Todd Keller Jr. intercepted it. And that was my first moment in that entire game where I said to myself, we're going to win this game. Yeah. I said, holy crap, we're going to win this game. And when the he crowd, caught that, my favorite yes. thing was you could see Austin Alpe was like, just couldn't even hear himself think from the crowd. No, it was so insane. Which I had a, I had a friend. His name was Mark Sullivan. He was sitting. He's a big Florida Gator fan. He left after the Todd Kelly interception. He says, this is too insane. There's no way we win this game. Y'all are, y'all's momentum is just completely taken over this game. He left the game after that happened. And when a Florida oh, fan leaves a game like that, you know it's over. Like, it's 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 completely over. I'll never remember that. Never it's Tennessee Florida. That. You never know when it's over. <laughs> well, I, yes, but it goes back to what we said about Jerry Pruitt. It feels different. Just that moment, different. it felt different. That moment, it felt different. You're like, okay, this we're gonna win. We're gonna freaking win this. <laughs> My favorite thing was Austin Alfie. Like, have you ever seen like videos of like guys in like war zones and they can't and they're just like in like a a, a, a sense of like they can't even they only see know what's going on. I, that's what Austin Alfie looked like in that moment. <laughs> like it was just yeah. it was just the moment of like I they knew didn't it. even know my last name. <laughs> it's Apple. Yes, but I mean you'll you'll never. <laughs> My last name is Appleby. Appleby. Apple. I don't even know. It looks so weird. It was like A P P L E. God bless that man. Apple. Um, but this, this, the, 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 the zoomed in of the Florida fans' reaction was just like this game is over. And mm. you know, I just I kept doubting in my mind, like, oh, it's not over till it's over. But it just, it, I couldn't hold it back. I was like. This game is over now when oh. Todd Kelly Jr. intercepted that ball. I think like, this game is over. And then when Josh Malone mm-hmm. took that touchdown, you're talking about another explosion, eruption of a crowd. Holy crap. That was another one right there. It was like fireworks. It was like it was the first boom. one was big, the Juwan firework. And then the next one was pretty big, and that was Todd Kelly. One and the next one was also pretty big. It's like fire, boom, 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 boom. You know, it's one play after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when Todd Kelly intercepted it, I had a pretty good feeling we're gonna win that game. Yeah. But when Josh Malone took that pass all the way in the zone, I think the entire stadium knew we won that game. Do you the remember entire when, Do you remember when that play was? It was third and ten. I I was thinking yeah, we're gonna turn it back to them. No, like, it was third and ten, and Josh Malone was lined up as. A, a running back, right? And then he went into motion. I think so, yeah. He went into motion. And then he uh, ran the slant. He ran a slant. I'm pretty sure it was a slant. But I'm pretty sure he was lined up in the backfield. Hundred, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was lined up in the backfield. He went into motion and then came out and did, ran like a like a slant-type pattern. And Dobbs threw a beautiful pass and hit him right stride. And that dude just oh, – man, you talking about putting on the Jets – that mm-hmm. guy put on the Jets, and that dude just outran everyone. We totally underutilized him. Just sorry, it came to mind. Oh, but, like, that, that play really shows how fast he really is. And then he went to the combine, and he actually – I think he had the fastest speed of any receiver, ran the fast 40 time out of any SEC receiver. Yeah. Yep. You know, it was just like, yep. man, we we, we, were yeah. so, we were so good. We had so many great players. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. And, and just that game. And here's the main reason why 
I wanted to really talk about this when you brought this up about mm-hmm. let's let's talk about a game that we were both out and the experience we're having because we've been talking about Jamie Pruitt. We've been talking about the recruiting. We've been talking about the momentum. If Neyland Stadium can have more games like that under Pruitt with just elite talent in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Dude, can you just imagine? Man, if we are allowed I to mean, have fans in the stadium this year, that that Florida God. game this year, Kyle Trask versus uh, whoever our quarterback is, I'm not going to say it's JG, but um, it could be <laughs> one of the most insane atmospheres you can you find in a while. And then the and Alabama I, game after that. And the whole reason, people can – and people can go, oh, you're living in the past. No, we're living in the past. Yes. Right now. Yes. But it brings up this point of what Neyland Stadium can be. Mm-hmm. Of what it can be. And people are like, well, what's going to see? That's a prime example of what Neyland is like when you are freaking beating teams you're supposed to beat. When you're beating teams that are your rivals. When you're beating the shit out of people you hate. That is why Tennessee is one of the best freaking programs in the country. And if you try to argue it, you're an idiot. You Here's are a complete idiot. Complete we idiot. had a little bit of a preview of what Neyland Stadium is going to be like in the future uh, against South Carolina. The stadium yes. wasn't that full, but it was a, it was an atmosphere. It was a great but it atmosphere. Was it was loud. It was loud. Big time loud. And loud. I almost feel like like okay, so what fans are going to games if if when we're like down? It's really the younger people. I feel like younger, you know, less, you know, don't have a lot of money people. And when you get those people in the stadium, it makes it even louder than if you had like a hundred thousand people over fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem with like Kentucky yeah. basketball. They got nothing but old people in the crowd. Same with Alabama. You have nothing yeah. but older like people who have like are able to afford these ridiculous tickets. Uh, in the crowd, and you, yeah, it, it doesn't provide you with an insane atmosphere. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, but dude, I mean, to to cap off the podcast as we started, the guy was completely right. We're a Lamborghini, and we're just waiting to to drive again. So, and mm-hmm. I think we're getting our wheels back under us because it's coaching staff. Is 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 pumping them suckers up, and that's just my opinion, but I think it's a correct one. So I don't know. I it's don't gonna know. be great. It it it's will be great. Be fun. Well, last be... question for you. Go for it. What's your favorite prospect that we've we've gotten committed so far? My favorite prospect. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, I really like uh, what's his face? Kyle. My mind's blank. Running back. Oh, uh, Cody Brown. I'm Cody Brown, dude. I love a good, big mm-hmm. running back that just runs up and down the field. I love it. I th- Imagine pairing him. Okay, so Eric Gray, this is why we'll end on this. Eric Gray and Cody Brown in the same backfield, not this season, but the next. The next. Buddy, with this offensive line, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Terry Pruitt has recruited offensive linemen out of his ass mm-hmm. last season. So, I mean, it's just going to get better. It's just going to – we're getting players. We're getting players. <laughs> it's happening. Hey, speaking of offensive linemen, that, that one we got in North Carolina, 6'7", uh, like 290 pounds. Good yes. Lord. We're getting big dudes. We're getting huge We're getting guys. SEC football players. We're getting that pushy is, around players. Yes, we're getting push you in your around. place players. We're getting we're getting Late national championship players. players. We're getting players that yes. are going to go home with SEC championship rings. That's going to happen. Yeah. Been and waiting a wait. long time. And it's going to happen. Yep. Yep. I agree. And to close it out, it's coming. I feel it's coming. I said it a hundred times, and I'll say it again. It feels, it feels different. Feels different, Austin. Mm -hmm. We're gonna feel it, baby. Oh my God! Let's 
let's keep this positivity going because I'm so tired of being negative, bro. Oh, yeah. So tired of being negative. And it's finally, finally coming around to be positive. And it feels so damn good. It feels so damn good. So damn good. Austin, buddy, 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 buddy. It's been fun. Been fun. I can't wait till the season. Hopefully, there's a season and more crowds because I love doing podcasts and I love talking about football. But there's just not much to talk about right now, and I can't no. wait till there is a lot. Be some about. good stuff to talk about. We're gonna be at. I can't, some I can't wait. I can't wait, buddy. They're gonna let fans in. I, I feel. I really hope, man. But um, it's been fun, dude. We will do it again soon. Thanks for tuning in to the channel podcast for everyone who is still listening. Tell us you're still listening. We'll give you a follow. Peace out, homie. Peace out. Peace out, boy.